<laughs> you fucking hear everything. It's hella black, hella good audio, you feel me? Yeah, we about to change this episode to hella good audio. I'm standing so far back from the mic right now. I'm hella far. Damn, you can hear the bar train. Because <laughs> uh, we got this, we got these earphones on, you feel me? So we hear every word we're saying. You I'm feel about me? to so close the like, window. It's nah, it's going to turn into a sauna in here, bro. It's going to be spicy. Um, See, so you spicy. can hear him doing the... All right, man. This is hella black, the podcast. You feel uh, me? We're leaving, we leaving all this in, you feel me? This is the authentic, you feel me? We in the snack room again. Back at it like we never left. Hey, we was here last Monday. We back yeah. here again. No, no, no lie. So that nigga Rods has started doing his podcast, and he sends me shit, and like, I hear the background noise in his podcast, and that shit just sound like it adds an element. It adds. It, I don't like you know, heard like, the Bart train. Yeah. You, you heard Bart. You feel me in the podcast? That's just lit. It kind of humanizes <laughs> this shit for me. I think yeah. you know. I know that people listen to our podcast and probably put us on pedestals subconsciously and think that like you know we're these like. I was riding in the car with Zach today. He's like, yeah. yeah, you're a podcast personality. I'm like, don't project that shit onto me. Like, nigga, no, I'm not. Uh, I don't even consider myself a podcaster, bro. Like, I do not consider myself that. I had a uh, Brad Jama Juice. He's like, hey, you you got the Hell of Black podcast? I was like, yeah, what's up, bro? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's happening? So Shout out to him. Yeah. I mean, I, if if you really do have a problem with, um, especially if you're a patron and you're paying for this shit and you're like, this is the only reason why you are supporting us, it's like, okay, I... I'm a patron because of the podcast, then I can see you being upset with like, you know, some of the, I understand it. I might think you're an asshole for being upset, but I can see why. Cause like, I'm, <laughs> I'm paying this for this content, for this highest yeah. of quality of content I can get. But I feel like, bro, like with the basis of Hella Black is authentic in every way, shape and form. Like nigga, when we first started doing this shit, we was literally recording episodes with three people in the room yeah. and you'll hear a nigga chime in from the back like no say this you feel me like nigga like yeah like take this shit fuck with it like this shit is real but I feel like it's authentic you feel me and we're literally we yeah you know what I'm saying it's look like, what we're recording at right now yeah in my cousin's bedroom turned <laughs> into a studio Berkeley High uh, <laughs> like it's shoeboxes and show around yeah, snakes around right. us we gotta start getting shit. this shit on film oh we do this we've been talking about a set this is the set Deli this is nuts. the fucking set. Yeah. All right. Hell black. The video coming. Bruh. <laughs> the video and the podcast is coming. You know, we just we just got to make this play. Fuck honestly, with us, man. This shit is you real know, rap raw. Real shit coming to you live. You know, thank you everybody who was tapping into the last episode. That was episode eighteen. We on episode nineteen. You feel me? Um. Yeah. So thank you for everyone who was tapping into that, showing support. You feel me? That was uh, for me. I feel like that was uh, I was nervous about that podcast personally. About the last one? Yeah. I, felt, I don't know. I mean, because it was, it was such a heavy topic, so I wanted to be able to discuss it in a good way. You know, around X. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one nigga had sent, sent us a comment. He was for sure a fan of Hella Black, but he was like, I can't get with this one. Yeah. Y'all comparing this nigga to a Klansman. I'm like, nigga, he terrorized women and gay people. Nigga, what the fuck? So, I mean, the fact that it was only really men who was saying shit, that's how I know we were saying the right shit. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we kind of touched on that on the way, on the ride over here. Like, it's very rare that you see podcasts that are hosted by two cishead men um, that literally try to, like, what is it, dismantle the patriarchy with every, ep- with every episode. Like, we're, it's very clear who our politics align with on Hella Black, I would like to pursue. Yeah. Not to give ourselves too much credit. Like, you know, we... We like, try to be as clear as possible. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, we do not fuck with... We do not have the politics of, like... The average cishet man. Shout out to all the people out there lacing me with game. Yeah, for real. 
Super Shout out to all y'all. So on episode 19, you know, before we start, you know, you know what I'm about to say. If you're a loyal listener, tap in with the patreon.com slash hellblackpod. I think that's the, yeah. Search that, Patreon hellblackpod or hellblackpodcast. Either one, you feel me? For $5, for $5, you get extended episodes. We have at least like five or six extended episodes up there with like content that, you know, is not out yet. So tap in with that, you feel me? That's one way you can support us, not only as just the podcast, but also like you're supporting the organizing work that we're doing. You feel me? So it's, yeah, we're not just a podcaster. That's, if we were just podcasters, we'd have, you feel me, a lot of episodes out already. Um, so tap in with that. Like us on SoundCloud. Tap into the iTunes. You feel me? Give us that five-star review. Like it. Tell your cousin. Tell your auntie. Tell everybody about it. You feel me? That's really, I feel like the way we grew was just like word of mouth type shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So thank you for everybody who's telling people about Hell Black the Podcast. So we got a good uh, good episode in the store. Do you want, we'll start with Black Joy. You want to start with that? Yeah. For, for Before Black Joy, I definitely want to say um, rest in peace to the young to the young dude that was stabbed to death. In the Bronx, I think that was last week. Uh, Lissandro Guzman Feliz. Feliz? Feliz? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's what it is. Feliz. And he was he was stabbed in, uh, in the Bronx last week, bro. Yeah, I heard about it. Apparently, it was like mistaken identity, but I know... I know um, his family is for sure like torn apart by that shit, so definitely just want to say rest in peace to him. But we can definitely tap in with Black Joy. Black Joy, do you have any particular... Since last, when the last time we recorded, Monday? Yeah. I can't really... That's what I'm saying. I was like, I was like, well, you was going to go first, to be honest. Yeah, I think, I, uh, just meditation. I think that's been my thing, really. I've been meditating hella. Yeah. So, I think, for me, sticking with it, I'm like at 50, 56 days in a row on Headspace. Yeah. You feel me? So, just, I think that meditation is my, my black joy. I feel like I'm gaining more understanding of myself and the, the shit I need to work on in my life. You feel me? More yeah, understanding. Yeah, just mo- most, more understanding of myself. So I feel like even though that's difficult to go through, there's like joy in the midst of that difficulty. For sure. Yeah. I can't even... I'm trying to think of what's happened in the past week that brought me some some black joy. Shit. Um, I went to LA this past weekend and I got to lay by the pool. That shit was... I liked that a lot. I had a double shot of Patron while I was laying by the pool at the Grafton Hotel. Shit. Yeah, that made me feel really good. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I fucked with that. It was it was just a chance to like, take a step back and relax. Of course, I was out there for work, but I had a chance to just sit back and relax. That that brought me some joy sitting by the pool. That's what's up, man. Yeah. You deserve it, bro. Appreciate it. So we're going to get into this episode. You know, I think a big, a big topic that I feel like has been going on right now has been, you know, around the separation of families. Yeah, at the um, border. At shit. the border and yeah. just... In general, right? Yeah. It, was, it was the way we were going to approach it, right? But mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have been just talking about this like it's a very new thing, right? So there's, of course, like this, like, sensualized... How do you say it? Sensualization? Sensationalization? Sensationalization. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, these big-ass words. Yeah, that's what you get for trying to use jargon, nigga. Use layman's terms. It been in the media hell of times. You feel me? I don't know. You know, I mean, academic spaces all the time and shit. So sometimes, you know... Thank you for checking me on that shit. I mean, I probably just checked you because I didn't know how to pronounce it. So like, <laughs> I don't know how to go, pronounce it either. I'm like, I know what it looked like if I'm reading it, but yeah. pronouncing that shit, you feel me? Yeah, I feel so, you. so that shit been in the media a lot, you feel me? So we wanted to uh, just talk about it and get a good understanding of like how this shit is ingrained, right? So we, we talk about ICE. We talk about the det- detention centers, you mm-hmm. feel me? 
right? And we need to be talking about that, right? Because that yeah. shit is inhumane. Fuck ice. Fuck all pigs, you feel me? Yeah. Like, but we also have to be very clear about the separation of families, too, right? This isn't some new thing that is just coming under Trump. Obama was doing this shit, and it's, it's in the like, very fabric like, of the like fucking so, U.S. Like, so many civil rights issues that have been, I guess... Um, being brought to the surface again, which have always been in the experience of black folks and for most for most um, people from oppressed and marginalized backgrounds, right? Like we have always been constantly dealing with this shit. But for the people who didn't really start stepping into this awareness until Trump was, you know, elected president, this all these all this shit that we dealing with as of late is new to them. Right. Like they just this is a very new concept for them the separation right. of families. Like, like, oh racism? How much America how Separation you, of families? What? How do you like do you niggas not know your history? So yeah. So we wanna come and just come with the facts, honestly. Yeah. Because this country was a country that was founded on the genocide of indigenous people. You feel me? Yeah. Like <laughs> that is the foundation of this country. Enslaved Africans. You know, they were separating us when they was rounding us up all in Africa. You feel me? Like, and by the, <laughs> if by the, the a small chance you did make it here with your family, shit, at some point you're going to be separated. Shit. At the ports, you know. Auction blocks. You feel me? Where the stock exchange is today. So that like, used to be a slave auction block. So it's like, bro. this shit has been happening. It's been happening to black people. You feel me? It's been happening to us. It's been happening to indigenous folks it's for hundreds and hundreds of years, right? Yeah. So it's like, we can't talk about this shit like it's new. You know, but people are all like, I think it's a lot on the Democratic left. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, Trump, we got to get Trump out of office or people who just had this quote unquote wake up call. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think even some of our own people had wake up calls with Trump, too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's like this, oh, separation of families and shit. Right. I see. I see um, this tweet where it was like some white lady. I'm, I'm sure she's in she's involved in politics in some way but um she was talking about how like basically it was she was giving her a little spiel on how like the separation of families at the border is so wrong then i seen a quote too where it was like this chick dropped like hella bombs on <laughs> middle easterns like you feel what i'm saying like yeah i mean that's a whole form of separation of yeah. families in kill itself him, is imperial motherfuckers is the like, highest the way form of separation american and right. yeah. <laughs> like, like dropping bombs separating families like in iraq afghanistan yeah. vietnam you feel me like mm-hmm. what do we that's a whole that's separating families too, Facts. and these muff- these fuckers is doing it too. I'm trying to stop saying motherfucker all the time, but it's it's wild. <laughs> I think um, once again, this is just another example of like people not really understanding um, what is it? Is it epidemics? I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for, but like, I think like people only understanding things, um, not being able to to see things clearly. Like they they can only fucking damn. I'm hearing this shit in the background. I'm losing my fucking train of thought. But it's okay. It's like how. This is an example I can I can give how some motherfuckers can't seem to understand racism, but they can understand sexism. Like they can only understand separation of families in certain situations. You feel what right. I'm saying? Like they don't. They not. They might not see us. They might think we're being drastic or doing too much by trying to um, draw a correlation between the separation of families at the border and the separations of um, African people yeah. during slavery. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I seen uh, Left, shout out to my nigga Left, Left sent this on Twitter. He said, the fact that you recognize the inhumanity and ice tearing migrant families apart and see heroism in uh, the way destroying families by the way of mass incarceration of adults, fatal shootings, juvenile detention centers of the youth is mind boggling. That's what I mean. They can can only seem to acknowledge it and recognize it. In certain in certain instances, I'm like nigga, like right. how did you not see this when the little niggas getting t- you feel me right. kicked so out of school like, and shit and t- t- putting in juvenile hall when police shooting young black young black kids, you know what I'm saying like how but you is, recognize this ice shit right I think because ice is all the wave right now 
Like, that's just something that the, like, you know, white liberals are trying to tap into. Like, oh, that I polish ice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's also the Democrats trying to show themselves as, like, oh, we're better than you type yeah. shit, right? Like, they're just, they're only doing this for votes. You yeah, feel me? Facts. Like, point blank, period. You feel me? That's the only shit they're getting about. So they're just doing their own shit so they can do, you know, like Obama. Nigga, Obama was deporter in chief. You yeah. feel me? But a lot of people didn't even know Obama deported people. Yeah. You feel me? Like, that was not the discussion because you had a. You had a black man who could shoot hoops, you know, who, you know, and he yeah. he made imperialism cool. Yeah. Right. Damn. To some people. Right. Nah, facts. <laughs> facts. Um, but now that Trump is doing it because he is that, you know, white says, you know, it's really outlandish yeah. with his shit. It ain't shit. much to distract us from with Trump. Like with Obama, you can distract with his blackness, how cool he was. Right. You feel me? Like all. Oh, he shake LeBron hand, you know, first shake black everybody president. Else hand, like a white man. You know there was just so many different agendas you can push. With Trump coming out being so fucking outlandish from the jump. And not and not masking his terrorism. It's right. like okay, nigga, we have no choice but to acknowledge this shit. Are we gonna look way more? Or we'll be showing us who we truly are. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Democrats will just smile, shake your hand, yeah. and then press the button for a drone strike. I get it. You know, that makes it. So, but it's just like for me, it's just wild. It's like folks can see the humanity, like I, as you should, right? I'm not. I think I'm not dope. trying to like. What do not you call dope. it? Uh, pit oppressions against because it's all it's all interle- interrelated, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, it's wild to me how people could see the humanity, which we should, of these kids, but we can't see the humanity in Tamir Rice. Yeah. Right? Can't see the fucking humanity in Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Can't see the humanity in people, like, the amount of fucking kids that is in prison, juvenile detention centers, prison camps right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm seeing photos of these detention camps, right? I'm like, that shit just looked like 27th and Northgate, where the house was people... Or, like, in these conditions of, like, a detention center damn near, where it's yeah. 24-hour security, barbed wire fence. It looked damn near just like that. So, it's like, you know, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's all similar. Yeah, it's... Why, why, why... I mean, I of course, I think, like, the easy answer for me to say is, like, oh, it's all rooted. I think that's, like, the, the, um, the easy way out by saying it's, like, oh, it's all a part of white supremacy. But, like, why do you think folks are unable to make that, like... Um, that connection i think it's how deep anti-blackness is engraved into this country i think it's related to colorism too yeah you know even though there's like a lot of african immigrants caught up in it like the face of the the migrant you know migrant movement isn't black Mm. even though there's hell undocumented black folks you feel me like even when i think of 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 undocumented people i'm thinking of um like people from mexico like that's the first right. thing that comes to my mind as you know me being in california or whatnot like right. born and raised in california but yeah like, i never think of like undocumented africans right ever or jamaica or yeah. haiti you I, I never you think me? of that bro like, that's not right. the first thing that crossed my mind like, i'm aware of it but like when i the face of the immigrant movement is definitely not black mm-hmm. for sure yeah folks should definitely tap in with uh baji black alliance for just immigration um they do a lot of work with for uh black undocumented folks so tap in with them um but i think definitely a lot of it or why you can't a lot of people don't see black people as human. You feel Facts. me? So, like, the fact that... I think that's how deep anti-blackness is. Is like, they... You can't see... Like, you can see a black kid get shot and look past it. Yeah. Right? Because it's just but like... there's something about, yeah. you know... We had this conversation last week when we was talking to my aunt, right? When we was like, how, like, we just drive past, like, dead squirrels on the street, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. essentially how white folks see us. Like, they're just... You would say they're, they're, they're more connected to the squirrel than they are to us. Like, yeah. And that just comes they from... They would actually stop... Yeah. Put their caution, you know, their yeah. hazards on. Cause a fucking scene. That call, just comes from PETA centuries and centuries of treating us 
as less than. But it's a psychological. It's yeah. like it's it's the way a lot of people are being programmed. You feel me? The propaganda that is coming out. You feel me? Like around images, right? We're socialized to believe that black death is acceptable. Yeah. Even our own our own folks. You feel me? So like you gotta think about it's the that lynchings, right? When niggas <laughs> just hang us from trees and then go have parties with us. And then, and in the background. they would send those on postcards. Yeah. Like that was a, around. How you see how you'll send a motherfucker a postcard of like with Hawaii in the background? Yeah, that's how they like, were sending. They would send it with like you'll just see a nigga's feet. And that that's was so wild, bro. Right. So I think just but if we can't talk about detention centers without talking about anti blackness because you wait for it. The very root of it is anti-blackness. Facts. But, you know, we don't really want to talk about that, right? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this shit is going on. Only, it's because anti-blackness is because of colonialism. You know, the indigenous, like, genocide that is ongoing. You feel me? The stealing of the land. Yeah. Right? But you can't talk about these detention centers without talking about private prisons. You can't talk about private prisons without talking about prisons. I seen, You can't I talk about yeah. prisons without talking about slavery. Yeah, right? it's why it's like, so like... <laughs> People want to solve these problems without addressing the root because the root, if you if you want to fix every systemic issue in America, at some point you're going to have to address anti Not at some point. You have to address anti-blackness right. if you want to. And you're going to have to um, address the ways in which indigenous indigenous folks have been raped and pillaged. I, I was looking at... that land stolen. Should yeah. we on indigenous land right now? I was, only land right now. I was looking at a... Um, I saw another stat where it was like, some, like an alarming number of fucking um, occupants in, um, youth, in youth detention centers in Canada are like indigenous folks. It was like 95%. It was like something of men many, bro. Or indigenous, 98% yeah. of women are indigenous. And then Canada, the Canadian president, I don't even know what the hell that nigga name is, <laughs> but he said, oh, this is so alarming. This is uh, the way the U.S. is treating people. I'm like, you want stolen land too, motherfucker? Don't think you cool. Yeah. Like Canada's like all seen as this righteous progressive shit. I don't even know what the fuck that the bar is. The bar is the floor, though, when it comes to being progressive. The bar is the fucking floor. But I think the reason why we don't see it addressed in the media is why? Why would we get to the root? Why would corporate-owned media talk about the very root foundation, right? Yeah, the same <laughs> system that they benefit from. So I think that's why it's so important, you feel me? Like, why Twitter is important, even though I don't really fuck with Twitter right now. Like, yeah. why this podcast is important. Why, like, independent black media, independent indigenous, indigenous media... Cause you're it's gonna, important. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna spark conversations. You're gonna address issues that most outlets aren't going to. Because why would this outlet address something that could possibly ruin its function? Right. That could possibly ruin its fucking platform. Mm-hmm. That the number one thing can take money out their pockets. Right. Why would I do that? Yeah, I mean, I was just giving giving a talk recently, and you know, it was a multicultural and like some like. One of the critiques that came back, like, I could tell the black students was hella fucking with it, but there was other non-black people in there who wasn't really fucking with it. And then I heard they're like, oh, it was too pro-black. I'm like, this talk is on anti-blackness. And then it was too pro-black. What does that even mean, bro? Because a lot of people don't want to see the connections between anti-blackness and the oppression that they face, especially non-black people of color. You know, like, people even, you know, experiencing, you know, they don't want to address the root either. You know, it's easier to pick the leaf than look at the root of the tree. Yeah, because then you'll see how you, you know? connect it to that motherfucking root. And that's like, that's just work that people do not want to do. Right. Like you, And you have to just be realistic. Like, you cannot fix any of this. Again, you cannot fix any systemic issue in America without addressing anti-blackness. Because this country, in all its flaws, are rooted in anti-blackness. Colonialism. Slavery, right? So, like, literally these detention centers are essentially just an extension of this like 
slave type of state yeah. that we're living in, right? So, you know, slavery never ended, you know, 13th Amendment, involuntary servitude. It says if you commit a crime, you're subject to involuntary servitude, which is just a white way of saying slavery, right? That's what we legal, legalize slavery, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at that, that was slavery. Then now it's, you know, chain gangs right after, quote unquote, slavery was abolished. Yeah. So you have literally black boys, you know, black children forced in these <laughs> camps, yeah. these prisons, forced to do labor. Yeah. But are we going to connect that to what's Shit. going on right now? You know what I'm saying? We, and then from chain gangs, you know, Jim Crow, yeah. mass incarceration, right? Think about Private the fire, prisons. Think about the fire camps, Fire bro. camps. Like you got motherfuckers out here fighting fires for pennies. All in separated it. from their families. Niggas don't look at yeah. But I mean, even even in jails. California, like right, they send because California's prisons are so overcrowded. They send black people or people incarcerated to Mississippi to private prisons. That's just like what do you like? What 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 started in the South slavery? So we are gonna send your black ass back to the South in this private prison to do free labor, right? And private prisons that was out of the war on drugs. Yeah, you feel me? Like, so the war on drugs essentially was, in my opinion, was a war on black people. But, you know, the way they, they frame things, it's always a <laughs> propaganda, right? So, like, the war on drugs really came. Or when, like, crack came into the community. Yeah. It was around the time of the black power movement, black revolution. Yeah, hey, you gotta movements. look at who most of that shit was affected. Black folks. It's targeting black folks. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't believe, I don't, and I don't, I don't believe that the United States does anything oppressive without having a target. Right. Like, they don't just, like... They're not just out here winging it. Like, yeah, whoever this shit hit, hit, it hit. And we're going to move forward. Like, no, there's a strategic plan. There's a purpose behind this. Right. They ain't just... They's not out here swinging for the fences with their mm-hmm. eyes closed, shooting at the dark. No, nigga. Every... They... United States... The whole function and the purpose of the United States is to keep black folks enslaved in one way or another. It funds the economy. Right. Facts. <laughs> so, if we're looking at private prisons, private prisons is another way. That's, like, the essential foundation of this economy is slavery. Private prisons is just another arm extension of that. That's how you know the United States is functioning right now. Like exactly. facts. Arm prisons, ha- private prisons, corporate. It's and now it's like you anybody could invest in that shit. You could invest in private prisons right now. And the fucked up part is it would be a good like if you're looking at it through a, a fucking ends. capitalistic ass <laughs> lens, like you're gonna get a good return because they're required to be open and they're required to have a ninety five percent rate yeah. of occupancy. AKA people separated from their families. Ignore, ignore the ding, y'all. <laughs> this is so nuts. But, you know, private prison, I just want to say, like, that shit started, you know, as a result, you know, Reagan era, Nixon, war on drugs yeah. that was targeted to stop black revolutionary activism, right? And yeah. you have cocaine, crack put in the community. Now, all of a sudden, mass incarceration is just rising. The rates of mass incarceration are just rising and rising exponentially. You know, even though, you know, white folks do coke, you had the, you know, I think it was the 1984 Anti-Drug Abuse Act, mm-hmm. which made a... Uh, Crack cocaine a hundred times more punitive um, than pure cocaine. So if you had a crack rock, one gram of crack rock, that uh, was one gram was a hundred times more punitive than a gram of coke. And we already know that they already said that crack is a rich man's drug. I mean, cocaine is a rich man's drug. Right. You know. You, so you have movies like <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what do you think about doing that shit coke? recreational, bro? Like wake up and just oh hey check the stocks, <laughs> like. But, you know, you had black folks, you know, incarcerated because of that, right? hundred times more punitive, which really just raised, you know, the prison population. Hence, then now you have private prisons, right? Yeah. These private prisons is rooted fundamentally in anti-blackness, right? Yeah. Right? So, it's like now looking at what, you know, like what Martin Luther King said, 
you know what was that what's that called he said he said uh injustice that one yeah injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere we are caught in an inescapable network of uh mutuality mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly like, you sure Martin Luther King said that niggas like yeah. to say MLK said a lot of shit. <laughs> nah, that nigga said it. I checked it a few times. If he did it, you feel me? You could tweet at us and be like, nah, that was, that was oh, Blake's fault. Shit. That shit is hilarious, <laughs> bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, this is a situation of like, literally, I don't know. These private prisons, niggas been talking about private prisons for a minute now. You feel yeah. me? And private now prisons, that it's yeah. affecting, you know, migrants, folks, right? It's being exposed as like this inhumane thing, but there was, it shit wasn't inhumane when it was fucking you know incarcerating black people during the war on drugs up till now. Yeah, I, I hope man. you know. I, I'm trying to be skeptical of what I say because I remember, uh, my nigga Cat was like, I don't care how the work get done as long as it gets done. So for me, I try to like keep that perspective, but also not to be hella like ignorant and uh, you know um, and just oblivious to shit. But I like. If this is what it took for people to fucking start talking about it, then, you know, it is what it is, bro. Everybody ain't us. Um, I think when you black, you know, that's our burden. It's like literally having to look at everything with an anti-black lens. Or we see the necessity of having to look at everything with the anti-black lens. Because it's affecting lens. us, Yeah, because right? it's affecting us. And we just, yeah, like it's, when you step into these kind of spaces of like fighting and organizing for black liberation, like that's like the number one thing you're taught is just like, yo, you have to understand how all these systems are and how all these systems function and what their, what the cause is. Right. Um, but yeah, for some folks, mostly not black folks, you know, like you said, you know, there are some black people who step, who are just now starting to, you know, see the um, direct correlation between all these different systems and, and um, examples of oppression. But you know, if it took, this border shit for y'all to start talking about private prisons and shit like it is what it is bro right. i hope hopefully some fucking action follows no, like, i think that's why it's important for us too to like we abolish ice i think i'm gonna be so juiced because i'm hoping the police is fucking next shit you can't spell police without ice Ooh, shit. but you feel me a lot of people <laughs> for sure finna be like about it like and i've tweeted about this shit maybe like six months ago it's like yeah. it's easy for people to say abolish ice but the second we start talking about abolishing the police, it's like, no, we need the police. How can niggas not is <laughs> like how, can niggas not see the, the fucking connection between the police and ICE? Like, no. There would not be ICE if it wasn't for the police. There would not be the police, right? Slave catchers. Yeah. The foundation of the policing in this fucking country was the fucking slave police, slave patrollers. Yeah. First sheriff, slave patrollers. You know, fucking yeah. separating families from the auction block and when slaves... When enslaved black people ran from the plantation, what was their job to do? Go capture or and put them. them back on the plantation or kill or them. Or kill them, depending on the orders from the master. Yeah, <laughs> depending on the orders from the master. Right. So it's like you don't have ICE without having the police. It's all interconnected. The very foundation, right? You don't, have, you don't have that at all. So it's like, you know, check out episode, I think, six. Yeah. Episode we about, six, we talk about abolishing the pigs. You feel me? When I say pig, I'm talking about all pigs. You feel me? Pigs, OPD, all the sheriff's departments, all police departments, ICE, nigga, the fucking military. I'm talking about all all the motherfuckers is pigs. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, facts. So, they just wear different uniforms. Niggas be like, ain't no such thing as um, no good cop, and I'm right there with you. Ain't no such thing as a good ICE officer either. Fuck them all. Fuck ICE. You could quote me. They probably somewhere <laughs> kicking somebody's door down right now, terrorizing somebody. Yeah. 
Shit is nuts, bro. Just like how OPD probably is kicking somebody's door down right now and terrorizing them and sending them to Santa Rita. You know? Yeah. Different different plantations, right? Yeah. But all still a plantation. And in order to abolish the plantation, you have to understand the roots of the plantation. Facts. You feel me? So I think that's why it's so important for... I don't know. I guess I don't expect no. I don't expect no Van Jones to get on CNN and talk this. You know, to talk about. The, I don't <laughs> the expect anyone that's speaking shit like this to be put on a platform, on a national platform, mm-hmm. like that. You know, I, I I can see like organizers organizing these kind of spaces, but I don't see. You ain't gonna never see someone that's, excuse me, that's that radical put on TV. I remember I seen Huey on this show back in the day. You know what I'm talking about? It's the white dude. They yeah, like that show where he like in the yeah. suit and shit. Yeah. Yeah. After the party was. It was like on, I think it was KTVU. Was that KTVU? Yeah, that makes sense. Shit. Then some Bay Area shit. Yeah, it was say, Bay Area. You, it's not too often you'll see like radical folks being. And that was after the party was. Yeah, it was like know. when those niggas was no longer a threat. In the eyes of um, you know, white supremacists, they didn't see him as a threat anymore. But that's why it's so important. You know, people like, oh, we need more black media. Oh, we need this shit. It's like we got black media. Them we niggas got ain't doing nothing but spewing the same toxic rhetoric, the same propaganda. Blavity Blacks Ugh. Same shit Ugh. BET Nigga the root like, I mean BET BET is Directly involved In private prisons and Owned by Viacom centers. Owned by Like Viacom Literally You know It's pretty much funded The private prison industry yeah. As well Yeah Through I believe It's called Blackwell Funding Group They're pretty much Owned by the same people So like Literally BET <laughs> You know Comes at a price It ain't owned by us It really ain't It might Pump out you know, content made by us that fits the agenda mm-hmm. of the but motherfuckers still, that own it and that are enslaving black folks. But other than that's that... cool. They'll, they'll give us some content, you know, but that content is still fueling the beast of imperialism. Yeah. You know? But... That shit low-key heavy, bro. <laughs> it's all... That's why I'm saying, like, yeah, all this shit... process some of this shit sometimes <laughs> speaking about it. This shit is so interwoven in every fabric of it. You feel I me? Mean, it's like... Yeah. Khadija always says that, says there's no ethical consumption under capitalism because all this shit is interwoven in some way or form. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I'm wearing like, Nike shoes right now. We already know how Nike is, is with their sweatshops and shit. You know, like shit. I got some Nikes on too. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> like you just gotta walk around naked. This <laughs> not drive no cars. Not eat no food. Niggas gotta cease to exist if you don't want to support the oh, patriarchy. Or we could just start a revolution. Uh. <laughs> I guess I got enough straps for that right now. Hey, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen just, slowly but surely. You me feel chill. me? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, shit. You know, but this shit, it, shit ain't meant to be this way. That's the, the human first experience, yeah, or the way we 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 live life right now. The way people are oppressed. You feel me? Uh, Every empire has fallen in America. I'm hoping in the afterlife we get some fucking. I just want to know how white people think. I just want to understand. Do I want to understand them? I don't know. I feel like you understand them. Yeah, I get it. But like, is this something that's like biologically in them that just makes them want to just make everyone else's life hard? I don't know. I have some theories. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know if I should put my theories on this podcast. Oh, shit. Because somebody going to steal me and write a book and not give me my shit. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's just like socialization from the very beginning but you know if they say like i don't know this is one theory i have i feel like 
people talk about post-traumatic slave syndrome. So like the trauma that your parents experienced, the trauma that your grandparents experienced, the trauma that your great grandparents experienced mm -hmm. gets passed down from generation to generation. So if our trauma gets, gets passed down generation from generation, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Like privilege probably gets passed down generation from generation too. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it does. In some way. I ain't, you know, I ain't a biologist or a fucking neuroscientist and shit, but this shit makes sense. Definitely. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I think it's just important that you have the we have the foundation. Yeah. You know? Sparking the conversations. And talking about this shit from, like, a, a lens because it's like, why are migrants migrating up? People just don't leave their house, like, just because they... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's a result of U.S. imperialism in the global south, right? Like, in all these different countries. People are are fleeing because the U.S. is destabilized these countries. Yeah. So this is a problem Niggas don't like US to talk about that, though. Like, niggas don't like that. Like, yeah. Like, like, niggas, I mean, shit, black people can be like, ah, this is this ain't our issue. This is this is a Mexican issue. Like, yeah. I seen some, some nigga tweet some shit like that. I'm like, nah, nigga, this is our issue. You just, you being ignorant as fuck right now. Yeah. Because niggas don't see how it's all directly, you know, connected. Right, because niggas was fucking you up. That's the reason why they're fucking other people up, too. Yeah. And there's black undocumented people. You know, so it's, it's bigger than just undocumented Mexican immigrants. Like this shit is a, f yeah, right. You have people from Central America. You have people from you know, yeah, the continent, Jamaica. Yeah, you feel me, Haiti. You know, so it's like, it's much. But then the media paints it a certain way. I think that's very intentional. But even fuck Mexico, a lot of people don't want to talk about how Mexico is deporting black people, like uh. I was at this this panel. I'm forget. Um, Alana, I think is their name. It was about eradicating anti-blackness in Latinx communities, right, mm -hmm. or in non-black Latinx communities. And they were talking about essentially how, like, Mexico right now is essentially deporting. They're deporting Haitians back to Haiti, but they're also just profiling random ass black people. So if you black, they're just essentially profiling you and deporting you back to Haiti, even if you're not from there. Yeah. But nobody talking about, you know, like folks aren't talking about <laughs> yeah, that's, that as well. You know what I'm saying? Wild, bro. So I heard that. I was like, damn, that shit. Yeah, I had like, no idea that shit was taking place. I had no idea that was happening. So it's like, yeah, we got to we gotta look at it from so many, so many different levels and also centering black people in discussions. Well, yeah, on Hella Black, you definitely <laughs> going to see black folks getting centered. If ain't nobody else going to do it, you can count on it here over at Hella right. Black. But we should also, black folks should care about this shit. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on at the border? This shit, we should care. We shouldn't just be like, oh, this is just isn't our issue. It's like, nah, this shit is all interrelated. I, I can see, because I can see. ICE will pull your ass over, too. Yeah, I can... On, from, I can, on, the other, on, the, on the other side of the coin, I can see why black folks, you know, don't want to get involved. Because, you know, it's sometimes it's like Latin folks can be hella anti-black. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I get it. But it sucks that, like, black people are constantly ha asked to be the bigger person. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. always in any organizing space when it comes to, like when we're talking about like as a whole, right? Um like it, anytime we, you're in a multicultural space, we're always yeah. asked to be the bigger person. Always, always asked to be subjected to always anti-blackness and be like, "Oh no, they're just growing. Oh no, they just said nigga Al once." Always, like, bro. We're always asked to do that. So I can see why, you know, motherfucker might be like, "Yo, shit to do with me." Yeah. But the fact remains that it does because the same mm -hmm. things, the same uh systems that allow for 
Mexican immigrants to be separated from their families is the same systems that allow for black folks to be separated from their families. Right. And like you said, there are undocumented. Mm-hmm. What happens folks. when the revolution happens? We're going to need right? everybody, niggas, niggas talking about revolution, nigga. ICE is on the side of the police. They sure ain't on the side of your black ass. Facts. <laughs> like, so you might it's just another extension. That they you terrorizing. White supremacy, bro. That shit like an octopus, bro. Like, it got hella different fucking tentacles, nigga. Cut you got the fucking military. Yeah. You fucking, you got the National Guard, nigga. You got the police, nigga. You got the sheriff, nigga. You got the fucking mall cops who gonna strap up. You feel me? Like, yeah. there's hell these motherfuckers who, like, trying to kill us. Yeah. Like, I was in the city, and there was all these uh, cops that were just being pigs, and... The security, like, it was, the cops didn't say shit to me, but the security guard was like, hey, can you go walk this other way? There's something going on right here. Like, it was like, I don't, I was like, bro, you're not even a cop, bro. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Like, the like you ain't do, I, was, I, I said, Black Lives Matter, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he said, All Lives Matter. I was like, bro, I was, boy, you lucky, you lucky all these pigs are here right now. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like, even those type of people, you know what I'm saying? Security and shit are like, you know, there's gonna they be some people. They have many faces. But yeah, white supremacy. Holds different guns, holds different organizations, but at the end of the day, they don't fuck with black people, and they never will. And becoming a cop ain't finna solve the issue either. It's oh, like we have to a black slave. We have owner. to integrate. We have to integrate into this. That shit is like literally becoming a black police. slave owner. Like you just asking motherfuckers to, you know, uh, be a part of the problem. Like literally, like okay, let's let me. Let, people will say that though, like you said. I'm like, I remember a nigga told me they need more. We need more people like me to be a police officer. I think oh we talked about this. I was like, nigga, what? You don't get to carry your morals and values over into being a, a like your, your morals and values no longer determine determine the way you act when you're a police officer. <laughs> like you have a code to live by. You have a you have a, a system to function under. I don't get to my morals and values don't outweigh my fucking badge. You take a fucking order. Yeah, like I take an order, nigga. And you gotta go with it, otherwise. I'm no longer a cop. Like niggas like me will get fired, or maybe even set up. The fuck. Hello. They wouldn't even let you in anyway. Yeah. So it's like they be like, oh, that's that nigga uh, Delancey from uh, the Hello Black podcast. Yeah. So like if I was so like if <laughs> this nigga, nigga said abolish the police. Yeah. So if a nigga was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna go be a, you know, during during slavery, like, okay, we we got our first black slave owner, and this nigga was just like, oh, I'm freeing all the slaves. That nigga get knocked the fuck down. The fuck. Shit. Or he's no longer a slave owner because he doesn't have slaves. Nigga, like, no. have to realize, like, but there's a criteria and a definition for all these things. And it's a system. It ain't no individual shit. Like my nigga Ann say, I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of this shit, bro. I'm, I'm just like, I'm is, this how, is, that, is this shit how it's supposed to be? It ain't supposed to be this way, but I don't know. This shit's fucking annoying, bro. Life be heavy as fuck sometimes, bro. Especially when you're just out here trying to live and you're trying to think about how many folks are just out here literally trying to survive. We ain't even, some people don't even know what it's like to thrive. And when they, when they, if, if you have thrive, there are some folks that haven't experienced thriving for long periods of time. There are literally motherfuckers out here just trying to make it day by day. Like each day is just filled with stress, trauma, every single day, every moment, every waking moment. This is the human experience, bro. For so many folks that aren't white and rich. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or black elitists. Not the motherfuckers. My nigga Diddy said, I don't want to hear about your problems. Work harder. You okay, nigga. <laughs> what? You hiring Who Diddy? Who worked harder than black slaves, nigga? This nigga Diddy, bro. I mean, that's why it's like a lot of... Black elitists, bro. People, you know, 
And then they say, oh, you, you pick yourself up, buy your bootstraps. I did it, nigga. Drink this Ciroc. Fucking anomaly. I'm, I'm finna charge you $12. I hate, so. when niggas, I hate when niggas use like fucking one in a million examples as things that can change the norm. I mean, the system is designed to do that because it's it's pitting us up against each other, right? So, you know, you'll get one, you'll get some people, you know, you get the Oprahs, the P. Diddy's and shit, and then white people will be like, oh, if P. Diddy could do it, you can Racism can't exist if you have five black million. Like what? Are you serious? Oprah, she has the own network. Tyler Perry, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Niggas fall victim to that shit so much. So fuck capitalism. That shit gotta go. Shout out all the patrons out there. Shout out to all the listeners. If you're listening this far, man, I hope you fuck with this episode. I hope you fuck with this content that we're trying to provide. We will find a better recording situation hopefully soon. And if it really does bug you, then you should say, hey, I'd rather y'all niggas not put out no content until y'all find a better recorded situation. And we might be able to make that happen. I think this shit, this shit is going to sound good this episode. I hope so. We had a couple of bugs in the background. By bugs, I mean, like, you know, my aunt just got home from, from work. Um, but it's the, that, that's the, I feel like that's part of the podcast. Yeah. It's always been that way. You know, I feel like I, because I remember last episode, the sound was a little bit low. Because we, we just didn't set this garage band up right. I ain't a fucking engineer. Um, you know. But I was like, I was in the, like, some of the first the first few episodes. I got like 12, 13,000 plays. Like, I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> we was recording with those, like, little tiny ass mics that you pin to your shirt. Bro, niggas, niggas <laughs> don't be knowing, So bro. I'm like, if people was fucking with that, you know, they're going to still be fucking with this yeah. type shit. You know, and, and shit. When we, uh... If the sound quality is super crisp, I mean, I feel like it's just super crisp. I'm hearing this shit in my ears right now. I'm like, damn, this shit was, sound good. I was more so referencing the background noise. I don't know how. Yeah. How for me, I don't, I don't care. But also, I'm not paying to get this content, so I, I probably have a different connection to it, a different lens. Yeah, tap into our Patreon because you know we, we we need more patrons. You feel me? We we need more patrons. There's hell with fucking. Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of annoying seeing these like left podcasts that have. That are non-black, that have hella patrons and shit, like yeah. hella supported. I'm like, support the support black podcasters. You feel me? Like, come on, especially if you white and listen to this shit, because you know free lever is over, baby. That shit, <laughs> that shit is over. Pay up. And we th- we think about having. I'm really, I'm excited about us doing our first live recording for the podcast. That's when I might really be like, okay, so maybe I am a podcast personality because these niggas just put up <laughs> to watch this talk. All right, may I might. I might identify as a um, podcast personality. You gonna put that in your bio after yeah. the RY po- <laughs> I mean, I, I put it in some of my Twitter bio. Co-host of Hella Black. Yeah, but podcast personality, like those words. Yeah, I would never refer to myself <laughs> as that. But yeah, I might. Uh, shit. Let us know if y'all interested in um, us having a. A lot of people already said that we should do a live podcast. I, I feel like a few people have. Yeah, we trying to have one in Oakland. You feel me? So if you fucking with the live podcast, tweet the fuck out of it. Wouldn't be tweet tweeting us. you with. I think like having like fifty people here is smooth. Fifteen? Fifty. Fifty? Like in a small intimate setting, like fifty of our favorite listeners or some shit. Yeah. I, I mean shit our we got enough friends, fifty people. Yeah. <laughs> fifty of our friends would show up type shit. Maybe like type shit. <laughs> But that would be dope now, nah, cause we get a most of our like if we look at the SoundCloud stats, you know, I'll be looking at my stats and shit, nigga. I ain't no mathematician, but, you know. Uh, Oakland be the one of the top cities. Yeah. So, I'm like, yeah, we'll, people we'll, we'll people will pull shake. up, hopefully. 
you know what episode is this? Episode nineteen, bro. Hello, Black sure Podcast. It's episode twenty. It's not. Last one was eighteen, right? For sure. Hella Black episode, motherfucking. Uh, yeah, it's episode nineteen. I hope y'all was fucking with this shit. Like we just, of course, we can't go into every single you know detail, niggas. We be talking for six hours. It's not you know, this ain't fucking history class. I mean, something quick, you know, like something quick, you know, where you can learn more. Spark, maybe spark a thought of yeah. your head, you feel me? You feel me? So it's like you hear something new, you know, you could read up more on that, you feel me? Hopefully this is a, like a space where we could give you some of the politics, you feel me, and learn more. You know, we don't, like one thing uh, Left taught me, he's like, I don't want you to think like me, just think with me. Fact. Type shit, you feel we me? Trying to, expect, we trying to spark shit. You know? And Unless, fa- fact check yeah. us too. Like I always, whenever I give like a, a talk or a presentation, I'm like, if you don't believe what the fuck I'm saying, nigga, you got Google, bruh. <laughs> you know I mean even though This nigga David's like Aw oh, But you know If you you can't trust Google either Cause you search some shit on Google Like Black consciousness That nigga Umar Go come up <laughs> Or Dr. Boyce Watkins Or some shit like <laughs> On some you know Van Jones Some shit like that You know so it's also I seen Brother Polite This past weekend Oh shit You seen him Yeah I'm it's, not... it's wild Cause I'm not trying to like That nigga is a fucking Conscious pimp Yeah man Like he really be Fucking pimping out I don't know right? Just like on my for me, just how the way I grew up and shit, I just try to be real conscious of the things that I say about people because I'm going to see a nigga in person, bro. <laughs> now, I like real shit. Like, I just be trying to be like, okay, you know, making sure the things that I say come off from like just a, a critique of yeah. them and their fucking politics. You know what I'm saying? Because like that way I can like, you know, if a nigga got a problem with the, with the way I've assessed his politics and I can tell he's a fucking joke. But I try not to say things in which a nigga can see me, but oh, I disrespect that nigga because, like, you know, I'll be outside. I don't, I would hate for a nigga to do that to me, like say some wild ass shit about, like, I would hate to listen to a podcast and a nigga call me a bitch ass nigga. Because when I see yeah. you, bro, it's on. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> I really be trying to be skeptical of how I be, be critical. I try to make sure when I'm on Hella Black that I'm try to be critical of what I say about niggas and making sure I'm saying the way I just like, yo, I don't fuck with this nigga's politics. His politics are dangerous. Like, I never want to just be like, you know, say some wild ass shit to where a nigga feel like I'm disrespecting his existence, I guess. But also, I don't really care if these, because these niggas are trash and they disrespect the existence of women and uh, LGBTQ folks on a I daily mean, I, basis. I seen that nigga speak at, I think it was Long Beach State. Yeah. I, I walked out, bro. Yeah. Like, he, he was saying some of the most trash, homophobic, yeah. like, patriarchal shit. Yeah. And then it just seems like he's like just trying to take hell money from activism type shit. Yeah, like Nick, like that's. So I was. That's why I'm like, I can't. I, I don't fuck with that. And that's if why I, I have I would yeah. say the same shit. And then even you know. Yeah, that's why I haven't organized. That's, yeah, that's why I'm like. That's why I be trying to. Basically, what I was trying to say because you hit a motherfucker like people will twist your words. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going forever be critical of a person in their in their politics. Like if I seen whoever on the street, if I said something about your politics, nigga, that's how I, st- that's how I feel. Stand and that's what by I meant. Like yeah. I don't say nothing on here that I don't You mean. won't say in person. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But like I be seeing motherfuckers just saying like nut shit. Like I, I'm just giving you a fair warning. I hope you don't ever, I hope no one ever calls me a bitch ass nigga on the internet. <laughs> That I'm gonna have to see in person. See in person, cause you know what, like, the, you know nigga, what it is. Nigga. It's on, nigga. Like what the fuck? Feel me? So like, niggas need to be conscious of what they say. Joe Budden, it's cause we be outside. Yeah. Joe Budden was saying that about the um, XXX nigga. He was like, bro, like y'all niggas be where I come from, bro. You can't be playing like that. It's cause really, words, words, people, words mean, words things, mean bro. shit, and that's why it's so weird when that people say tough, all that shit. Yeah, you don't have to see a nigga outside. Right. Like you don't know how many times like I didn't like got in. I like a nigga didn't have I didn't have words with a nigga on Twitter like 
not me having words like because I'm, I'm like i'm a laugh like okay i can tell where this is going you feel me i already you know like nine out of ten niggas on the internet don't come through yeah, the same experiences right. <laughs> i come from like i'm not finna be talking crazy because you're gonna run into a nigga you gotta make sure that you mean what you say but i done had niggas talk to me crazy then i see this nigga out i'm like bro you half of me not saying that just because i'm bigger i'm gonna get on you but like the odds are not in your favor fam so y'all just be skeptical of this shit. you know y'all be cautious of the shit that y'all see on the internet no, I hope y'all never refer to me and Blake as bitch ass niggas <laughs> on no forum, nigga. Keep that shit in your diary, nigga. We'll be outside, man. <laughs> shout out to all the organizers out there. Shout out to all the beautiful black people. Um, shout out to my mom. Probably don't listen. Shout out to my auntie in the back. Making <laughs> hella noise. I'm finna go tap in with her. Hella black. Only dropping this episode. Shit was dropping on Wednesday. I try and drop it tonight for the patrons. You feel me? If you if you want to hear this shit right when it come out, tap in with the extended episodes. The um, early access, you feel me, for $20, and then uh, $5 for extended episodes where we just be talking, you feel me, giving more extended, you know, yeah. analysis and be talking about different topics. So tap in with that $5 thing, you feel me, and if you got it like that, $20, you feel me, you supporting us, you feel me, like, that's 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 what it is at the end of the day, you supporting what you're listening to, you feel me, and you're allowing us to grow, because honestly, bro, after we made our Patreon, our shit, we just started growing, getting hella more plays, hella, you know, yeah. Because I think, I don't know. And I can say this, if you, it, back to the quality of the episode. If you fuck with episodes like this, you can guarantee that you'll then start getting like an episode a week. Because we can record here whenever we want to. So, ask yourself how much you love Hella Black. Because if you hella love, if you hella love Hella Black. You got $5. You will start getting way more content. <laughs> you know? if, this, if this quality is like doable for y'all, y'all could then expect the episode once a week at minimum damn near. Should we back? We back in here a week later. That's we ain't we ain't ever done that. Come on, Black History right Accessibility, now. baby. You feel me? Twenty eighteen, nigga. Monday, eight oh three p.m. We live. We finna get onto this extended episode for the patrons. You feel me? So if you're a patron, you are gonna be able to hear the rest of this episode. If you ain't a patron, I'm sorry. <laughs>